Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, good morning. Happy Monday. Welcome to the show. Bill Ryder with you. Phone number 855-2124-CBS. Twitter. Sports writer, sports R-E-I-T-E-R. Buy or sell with D-cells coming up. About 20 minutes, we've got headlines from around sports and a take on each one. We'll dive a little more thoroughly into Stephen Curry's return for the Warriors. Came back yesterday against the Lakers here in L.A., Staples Center, in a loss, although Golden State has played well. But the NFL machine keeps on churning. News, drama, the combine, so much going on. So to make sense of it, talk some football. It is our buddy, Ross Tucker, the host of the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You can find that and all of Ross's content uh, on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Ross, what's up, bud? Hey, Bill. How are you? I'm good, man. Um... Just got a little breaking news. I don't know if you saw this, but Ian Rappaport is reporting that Derek Carr and the Saints have uh, agreed to a four-year deal. What are your first impressions of the idea of New Orleans plus Derek Carr? Well, it's interesting to me on multiple levels, right? You know, number one, the the Saints, as usual, are not in a good position from a salary cap perspective which is why they have been restructuring guys like crazy to try to free up cap space. Honestly, Bill, it feels to me like the head coach, Dennis Allen, and the GM, Mickey Loomis, kind of realize they have to win this year or at least win enough to keep their jobs for 2024. And I think they felt like, Derek Carr was the best way to do this. I don't necessarily blame them. I mean, they probably have, at least right now, for sure they have the best quarterback in the division. And I think rather than trying to have something going on with Jameis or run it back with Andy Dalton, I think they thought, hey, we can get the best quarterback in the division right now, restructure some of these contracts. We've got a chance to be the best team in the NFC South, win the division, and if we do that, you know, we're keeping our jobs. I don't look at this as a team that has a chance to, you know, compete with the Eagles and, and some of the better teams, the Niners, potentially in the NFC. But it seems like they're good enough to be able to, to at least be very competitive at a minimum in the NFC South. So the, the Saints, I mean, same thing as last year, where it felt like they thought they were better than anybody else did and they were wrong. And they ended up having a bad year, and they had to lose that first-round pick to the Eagles, which is the 10th overall. It feels like the Saints are right back to, to doing whatever they can to try to be as competitive as possible this year. I think, though, Bill, it's almost more interesting 
from the Jets' perspective, you know, there's some talk this morning that people believe Rodgers is likely to, you know, want to go back to Green Bay and play for the Packers. And so if that's the case, and with Carr going to the Saints, I think everybody's kind of wondering who's going to be quarterback for the Jets now. I mean, they go from feeling like, hey, maybe they get Rodgers, but if not, they get Carr, and now it feels more like they're going to get neither. Ross Tucker here on, on the show. Ross, circling back to Derek Carr, because he's obviously been in the league for a long time. He's never played with a good defense ever in his career. How, how good of a quarterback in a vacuum is, is Derek Carr compared to the rest of the league? Well, so I think there's no question in 2021 he was a top 12 quarterback. No question. I think you could argue top 10. thought he played very well that year. They did not have a great O-line. They didn't even have really great receivers. Um, you know, they didn't have Devontae Adams that year. Waller was in that lineup. He, along with Rich Bisaccia, you know, they got to the playoffs. And he played very well, especially late in a bunch of clutch games. I thought he played really well. So he's a top 12 guy. Last year he took a step back, which is weird, because they bring in Devontae Adams, his buddy from Fresno State, and he takes a step back. I think what you and me and every team has to ask themselves, well, how much of them taking a step back, how much that's Derek Carr, and how much of that is Josh McDaniels and the new offense he brought in, he's still a relatively young guy, and I still think he's a top 15 quarterback in the NFL all day. So, you know, I, I think that's a very worthy get for anybody. You get a top 15 quarterback in the NFL, you hang on to that guy for as long as you can. The Raiders didn't feel that way. The Saints are really happy to get a guy they think is in the top half of the league. Uh, Ross Tucker here on the show. Speaking of that, of just the obvious importance of a quarterback in the NFL and the interesting dilemmas that can put teams in in terms of what you pay guys, there are reports that Daniel Jones would like to be paid like he's an elite quarterback. There aren't a lot of quarterbacks. and It's not like there are 50 really talented guys competing for 32 jobs. We know that. What do you think, if you're one of the decision makers in New York, the Giants should do with Daniel Jones as it relates to what they pay him? So if I'm the Giants, I, I would franchise tag him, uh, especially if you want that much money. I don't bl- First of all, I don't blame anybody for asking for as much money as possible. What's the worst thing you can do is say no. You know, all these reports out there, Daniel Jones asking for this much money and wants $45 million a year. Well, and that's what his agent's job is. His agent's job is to try to get as much money as they can. And by the way, I'd be very curious if Daniel Jones actually hit the open market to see what it would be. I mean, he's a young guy who's coming off playing very well. They've never had a good receiving core for him. They've never had a good offensive line for him. And so I think people would be intrigued to get, what is he, 25 years old maybe? I mean, to get a guy that young that has that much experience, he moves very well. They've never, he's only 25 years old. He, he moves very well. They've never had great people around him. I, I think the market would be better for Daniel Jones than other people do. And I see all these reports out of New York like, well, there's doubts as to what his market would be. Okay, well, then why don't you go ahead and let him be a free agent? You know what I mean? I mean, if, 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 you, if you doubt it, then let him test it. See what it's like. There's a way to find that out. There's a way to know 
just what the market would be for Daniel Jones. Uh, but I would not do that if I'm if I'm the Giants. I give him the thirty-two million dollar non-exclusive franchise tag. I don't think people are going to come in and give up two first-round picks to pay Daniel Jones a lot of money. And I'm not giving him the exclusive one, which is you know forty-something million. I'm giving him thirty-two million for one year, and I want to make sure that he improves from what he did last year under Brian Dable. If he does it again, Bill, then I'll pay him a ton. I'll pay him a ton of money. If he improves on last year and plays really well, then, you know, then we'll know we have our franchise guy. I think there's still a little bit of doubt about that. So I give him the one-year $32 million franchise tag. I'm pretty sure that's what the Giants will end up doing. Ross, last week, as, you know, part of just the, the process of talking to the media leading up to and including the Combine, Ravens GM Eric DaCosta made – Maybe in retrospect, what he thought was an offhanded comment, but he made a comment about how the reason someone asked him why they hadn't drafted better at, at receiver, and his answer wasn't effective. I knew the answer; we'd have better receivers. His receivers, one in particular, took exception to that, and it became a, a, a bit of a social media drama fest. Is it okay for a GM to be that candid about a lack of talent or depth on his squad? But obviously, guys on the squad are going to read that and be offended. Well. It's interesting because I looked at it as DaCosta taking blame. I I looked at it as DaCosta, you know, um, Rashad Bateman comes out and says, you know, stop pointing fingers. I I felt like he was pointing fingers at himself. You know, (laughs) like we haven't been good at drafting receivers. We haven't gotten enough production from that position. We're, We're not good at it. Very clearly. I thought it was really interesting that, that Bateman took offense. I mean, I guess because he's one of them. But that that was certainly not the way DaCosta, I thought, was coming across when I heard him make the comments. I thought he was basically saying, I don't know why we haven't had more success at it. If I knew the answer, we'd be drafting better guys. And I guess that offended Rashad Bateman um, because he's one of the guys they've taken but I didn't look at it as, as DeCosta trying to take a shot at Bateman as much as he was taking a shot at himself in the organization because they've been bad drafting receivers for the last 20 years. I mean, you go back to Ozzie Newsom, it's like they're blind spot. They're the anti-stealers. I, I love I, dude, I love that perspective. Uh, Ross Tucker here on, on the show. Ross, it's, it, it's the annual time of year to talk about guys who are shorter than we thought they were supposed to be or whatever the right perspective is. Do you care? Do players care at all if a quarterback is 5'10 versus 5'11 versus 6'3? No. No, and listen, I understand. I I, I understand that I do think physical parameters are something that should be considered without question. But, like, the bated breath over just how tall or just how much Bryce Young would weigh, it's just hilarious. I mean, we've all seen him play every game for Alabama the last two years. So, number one, we already knew he's not that tall. And you know what? He's not that heavy either. He's a small guy. We also knew that he could play very, very well. I mean – I was joking around on Twitter, Bill, at Ross Tucker NFL, 
I said, well, listen, as long as he's 201 pounds or more, you know, he should be the number one pick. If he's 199 or below, I wouldn't even consider it until the third round. Like, it's a joke. Two pounds. I mean, Bill, if you've seen my social media and what I eat and drink on the weekends, I gain five to seven pounds a weekend. <laughs> I mean, are we really going to, um, you know, care that much about a 21-year-old and three pounds? I just – here's what I would tell you. Bryce Young's weight is not going to determine whether or not he has success in the NFL. Um, I understand there's some concern about durability there, but I don't know. Does 210 make that much of a difference? Like, does that 10 pounds? I mean, he'll put on some weight naturally just as he gets older. I mean, that we, we all do, but as he matures and gets older, I also don't think him being 5'10 and an 8 as opposed to 5'11 and a quarter is going to be a difference. He's either going to success, uh, succeed or fail based on the same traits he showed at Alabama, which is just an uncanny ability to make the right play at the right time. Um, now, that doesn't mean we shouldn't get excited about Anthony Richardson and the physical ability that he has and the upside that he possesses as a result. And I just, look, we all are the same way. It's exciting to see these big guys that can run and, fa- and jump that fast. But, I mean, every year we do the same thing. We talk all season about how they are as players, and then we talk about how the numbers don't matter. Then over the combine, the combine happens, and then we spend the next month talking about their combine numbers and their pro day numbers. Uh, Ross Tucker here on the show. Ross, I just went to your Wikipedia page to confirm that my memory was correct, that you were undrafted, and I see belated happy birthday, buddy, just a few days ago. Happy birthday, man. Thank you. Yes, I appreciate that. 44 years old as of uh, as of Thursday. Had a great weekend celebrating it. I wanted to tell you too, Bill, I was in the car the other day, and I really enjoyed your interview with Clark Hunt. Oh, it thanks, was man. Like, it was so good that when I pulled in, I can't remember if I was pulling in a home. I think I pulled in a home, and I stayed in the car. You know, like, that's when it's a good interview. When it's like, okay, this is good. Bill's asking good questions. I didn't realize, you know, you're, that you had spent time in Kansas City, but yeah. your questions about, you know, following his dad's footsteps and even the conference championship games, and I thought it was excellent, man. So I just wanted to give you props for that. You know I always listen, so I enjoyed it. Hey, props all around. Me, I love, I love that Ross Tucker. That's very, that's very sweet, dude. Um, all right, last one for you. You were undrafted. I know that. Did you go to the combine? Was that a part of your process? No, I was. I was not invited to the combine. Wow. I went to the Rutgers. Yeah, I was. Dude, I was so bottom of the barrel. It's not even funny. I got a zero dollar zero cent signing bonus. And just to put that <laughs> perspective, like. Everybody gets a signing bonus, okay? Except for me. I was that bottom of the barrel. And I'll never forget, I'm in the uh, hotel room with this kid from Northern Iowa, right? And he's looking at his signing bonus check, and he got a $5,000 signing bonus, so his check was like 3000 And he says to me, I can't believe these taxes. Like, how terrible is that? And Bill, I had gotten zero. I was like, I was like, yeah, yeah, taxes. They're awful. That was the worst. They're awful. Meanwhile, by the way, he was terrible. And they cut him after the first minicamp. And I and I 
did well at the first mini camp to the point where I was like, I think I can do this. Like I was, I, I, and I, I called my agent. I was like, Hey, they just cut the kid from Northern Iowa. Can you ask them if I can get his $5,000? I mean, Phil, I'm 22 years old. Okay. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I already had some student loans way more than that coming out of Princeton. Plus, I did the math on how many kegs of yingling I could get for $5,000, even $3,000 after taxes. <laughs> I really wanted that kid. To, I'm like, they gave him $5,000 and they cut him already. Can I, I, can I at least get $5,000? Because to me, that would have been awesome. Just $5,000 to play football or like one check. And he was like, no, it doesn't work that way. Life, hey man, life is funny. Ross Tucker, uh, as always, dude. Happy, by the way, not always. This time, happy birthday, and as always, appreciate you being on the show. Uh, great interviews, always, man. Thanks for thanks for the time and and the unnecessary compliment. Very nice, of you. No, it was very necessary. That was a great interview. Thanks for having me. Thank you, buddy. Uh, Ross Tucker on Twitter at Ross Tucker NFL hosts a great podcast, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, and as you heard there. Dude came out of Princeton, undrafted, and just earned his way. Dude, that Tom, that guy played seven years in the NFL, forty nine games. All he wanted was five thousand dollars. That seems doable. The other dude got cut. I feel kind of bad. It's a kid from Iowa, though. I'm a kid, for, you know. <laughs> what I'd love to know what happened to that kid from Northern Iowa. Is he is he a high school math teacher now, like in Sioux City, Iowa, just chilling, driving around, listening to the show? Like, oh man. You know? What's he doing? Oh, man, Ross Tucker still hasn't forgotten about Come me. Come on, Tucker. Taxes still suck. All right. Um, we got a bunch of stuff to get to, a little baseball drama, some more NBA, some NFL. It is Buy or Sell with Tom DeCelestino. Headlines from sports to take on each one next on CBS Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. Is this happy birthday? A little birthday for, for Ross Tucker? Is that what this is? Uh, no, this would be 50 Cent. Oh, sorry. I got it wrong. Hello, Andrew. <laughs> Hey, Shorty. What's up, bud? It's your birthday. So we're thinking you're the tallest, I'm the second tallest, and Tom is the third tallest? <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it possible, though, though Diesel, you're like 6'1", but you're just so shrunken in your sadness and frustration? <laughs> I don't think that makes it any better, but, uh, I but hope no. I It's not. That my would make me sad. It's not my sadness that has <laughs> shrunken me. Okay. Just what shrunk you? Just life? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. G- genetics. Even even on my tall day, I don't think I could go past five eight. Uh, that's funny. Um, you guys want to do buy or sell together? Just a little little hangout time, buy or sell. Bogus looks into it. He's super. I'm sorry, into what? It. And I'm even more into it than he is. Let's go. Let's get into what it. What side will Bill take on the biggest issues in the world of sports? It's time for today's edition of Buy or Sell on Writer Than You. All right, Bill, let's start it off where we always do in the NFL. And according to Tom Pelissero of NFL Network, Ravens GM Eric DaCosta and Lamar Jackson recently met in Miami. Remember, Lamar is a South Florida native, but the two sides remain far apart on a long-term deal. With the franchise tag deadline looming tomorrow afternoon, it appears that's where things are headed between Baltimore and Lamar. Bill Byer saw that the Ravens and Lamar Jackson were always going to end up using the franchise tag even after a deal did not get done before this season. I'll buy. Doesn't that seem like the buy? That was always the way. Here's the, here, here's the real question. Does anyone on this show buy or sell anyone that actually believes, anyone actually buys Lamar Jackson if he's franchise tagged? won't play me i do i'm gonna buy that yeah it's on the table Bye. Wow. i think he has his feet in the ground here and i don't i don't think he wants to be a baltimore raven anymore i think he's over it i think he's over the way they've handled the back and forth over the contract we've been saying bef- since before the season started when these contract talks got a little weird he set the deadline before the season i think he wants this this way or the highway his way is the only way that this thing is getting done, and I think it's beyond fixable. Wow. I think he's going to get paid, and he's going to play. Bogish? B- before tomorrow's deadline, you think this bad boy is getting done? <laughs> no, no, but I do think it's fixable. I do think that he's he has his heels in the sand here. He wants what he wants, and he wants a, a fully guaranteed contract, but I don't think he's done in Baltimore, then those, to me, those are two separate things. He will happily take it from them if they break and give it to him. But if he do, if they don't, then he'll want to go somewhere else. But that's not, we're not there yet. It's not, it's not broken. It's, it's definitely fixable by a huge, rich, ridiculous contract. Do you, you think, really committed to a side on that? You really committed. Do you think Baltimore would be the only ones willing to give him a fully guaranteed deal, yes. no, ma- no matter what Bye. the number is? I think, I don't, I don't know where you come down, I think the NFL owners are pissed off that 
Haslam gave that kind of deal to, to Sean Watson, and, and that is not the way they want to do business. I mean, I, I think if the Ravens wanted to do that, it'd be done by now. Right. If, if there's another team that wants it, it's not the Ravens. It's somebody else. There's always one kind of dummy. Yeah, but I don't, is there a second dummy is the question. I'm not sure there is. Well, there's a one dummy every time. So, like, the Browns mm. don't count anymore. There's a new Browns. There's another somewhere. dummy out there. Yeah, like, is David Tepper really opposed to this in Carolina? I'm just just off the top of my head. I would be. I mean, think about the nightmare that you're in if it doesn't work. And it's not – the other thing is the Deshaun Watson experiment's not going well. Uh, correct. It's not like he looks like an all-world player. So, it, it might – Tepper's expectations. Oh, Fine. oh! And I set you up, and we did. And naturally, it came from friendship. me to you, and you knocked friendship. out of the park. My goodness, best friends! Wow. Now I get why Diesel's jealous. He, you, and him don't have that connection. I feel so left out over here. Wow. I don't like Oof. when this happens on a Monday. It doesn't set the week up well for me. I had chills. I, I like when this happens between you guys on a Friday. Is this I what mean, love feels like? Yeah, this is what love... I was going to say the same... Oh, my gosh! <laughs> All right, before this <laughs> Get goes, out of my head. Before Moving this on. goes any farther, last hour, Bill, we discussed Bryce Young's size or lack thereof at the Combine this weekend. And, well, Bill, there was another quarterback who had an impressive weekend in Indianapolis. Former Florida Gators quarterback Anthony Richardson wowed with his 10-foot, 9-inch broad jump and his 40-and-a-half-inch vertical jump. Both of those, by the way, are all-time records for quarterbacks... At the combine, and oh, by the way, Bill Richardson is six foot four inches, two hundred and forty-four pounds, and ranked first this year among quarterbacks in the forty-yard dash with a time of four point four three seconds. Buy or sell Anthony Richardson's weekend made him the second most desirable quarterback in this draft behind Bryce Young. I mean, sell for me, but sell. You watch Florida games. You tell me, like, what does the tape tell you? He's not ready. Right. He's not ready. He could get there, and he, obviously he's a physical specimen. He's built like Cam Newton, and he runs like Lamar Jackson. Will that ever come to fruition? I don't know. He's not ready yet. Yeah, most desirable after C.J. Stroud and others? No, no, no. But, like, an interesting gamble, interesting pick. Although, who's the last like athletic player wasn't ready that they, that somebody like Malik Willis you don't you don't really want to go that route like interesting like you have a quarterback you know you're going to need somebody two years from now you draft the dude and hope he develops maybe like that's one one thing if he gets drafted in the top ten and he's able to sit his entire rookie season like Mahomes I'm, did yeah I'm yeah. not opposed to that maybe that would work out better for Richardson maybe to get a little bit more seasoning and learn the NFL game all uh-huh. right. Bill, you mentioned Patrick Mahomes. Like let's, let's get to a story about him. Ooh. His younger brother. When did I magic? Oh, I just did magic. Oh, I did. You're yeah, right. That he sat his, oh, he sat his entire rookie season behind Alex Smith. And you know what? I'm wrong because I said only Bill and I have this kind of connection from David Tepper to Tepper Expectations. And Bill mentions Mahomes. You've got a question already written about Mahomes. Wow. We are the three of us, man. Uh, I know you didn't say it, but I will buy your apology. By the way, can I ask you guys a question? Do you guys, okay. do you guys watch SNL over the weekend? Buy or sell you thought Travis Kelsey was funny? Buy. Buy or sell either one of us can be awake at 1130 on a Saturday night. False. I was awake and I watched. It was so good. Wow. What is this thruple thing? Is that a thing now? Thruples? It is today, baby. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Great. <laughs> 
this is it. <laughs> and it's the oh worst boy. kind. Oh, boy. I don't know All what right. to do with that. Someone so. call HR. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes' younger brother, Jackson, is reportedly under police investigation for two separate assaults. Jackson allegedly shoved a 19-year-old male waiter, then reportedly forcibly kissed Aspen Vaughn, the 40-year-old female owner of Aspen's Restaurant and Lounge, last weekend in Kansas. Buy or sell, Bill, given how visible Jackson Mahomes is at Chiefs games, Jackson's investigation is a bad look for Patrick Mahomes. All right, so I'm going to sell. If you read the details of the alleged incident, it's really, it's really bad. Like it's, it's bad, and there's, there's, they allege that there are, um, there's video. My rule has always been, I just think there's a separation between the athlete and family. You know, I, I can remember when I covered LeBron and I criticized the guy every day, and all these cowards who worked with me, like pretending LeBron was amazing in Miami that first year. Probably shouldn't call them cowards. Been to some of their weddings, and. They wouldn't go after LeBron, but when LeBron's mom got in trouble for some stupid thing, who cares? They all wrote about it. It's like, this is an insight to LeBron. No, man, we all have family. And most of us have family or friends who have done stupid things, made mistakes, are problematic, whatever the range is. So I don't, I don't think it reflects on, on Patrick Mahomes for me. Now, that said, if this kind of behavior, behavior continues, I'm not sure how much I want to be associated with my brother as it relates to my personal brand, which he does. Right, so... Let me ask it this way. Does Patrick Mahomes need to have a conversation with his younger brother and say, like, hey, if this is how you're going to be, don't come to Chiefs games anymore? Does that yeah, conversation let, need to happen? It does. Let me ask you guys this. Let's play, let's play a psychologist. Bogus loves these questions. And this is for you. Buy or sell, you think there's a chance that some of this is just, like, you know, the brother being jealous or weirdly. Right? Like, you know, like the, this, your, your brother is basically the new Michael Jordan and you're clearly, to my mind, like acting like you're the man. Buy or sell? There's some psychology involved here. Buy, buy. Yeah. Has to be. I mean, he has he has nothing. He all he right. Right. I mean, I'm not. I'm not I don't. I don't want to yes. know his bio, but I think his bio is Patrick Mahomes' brother. Right. He's got a huge social media following as a result. So I think like it would be really hard to have to parent your sibling. Right. Not a thing I've ever had to do. But Patrick Mahomes has the ability. It's not like this guy can. Is, to your point, Andrew, is off doing this stuff without him. Patrick Mahomes can just threaten to cut him off. And I mean the the limelight, not the money, right? Right. Like, yeah, someone needs to reach this dude because now you're talking about allegations of assault and you're talking about behavior that can get you in serious... Ser- this isn't yelling the F word at a bunch of fans at, at Arrowhead. This is a totally different thing. All right, let's get to some hoops here. Hoopier than you. The Bucks had their mm. win streak snapped on Saturday after they allowed the 76ers to score 48 points alone in the fourth quarter. However, yesterday, Bill, in Milwaukee's win over the Wizards, Giannis was one rebound shy of a triple-double, and in the final seconds, he missed the shot on purpose. Nobody around him. He grabbed the rebound and got his fourth triple-double of the season. Buy or sell, you had an issue with Giannis doing this yesterday. Ah, uh, bye. bye. It annoys me. I used to make fun of LeBron for this because, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's not the end of the world, but it's just like, come on, man. It's so obvious, too. They're not that important. It's not going to prevent him from not winning the MVP if he had seven triple-doubles or six triple-doubles at the end of the— What does it really mean? To be fair, I didn't see it. Oh. I didn't watch that game. <laughs> I saw so it. I, I got to make sure that—is it 
Was it that obvious? Nobody around him. The game already in hand. Final seconds. There's He throws it up gently, so it grazes the rim. The ball comes right back down to him. He gets his triple-double game over. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if the NBA is allowed to, but... You could rescind the rebound. Like that I shot think was it's net- happened before, where they have rescinded stats like that. It, like it was the shot that he, quote unquote, took. It was never going in. He just threw it to hit the rim to come back down to him. And there's a wizard that he dribbles past because the game is over, and the dude just looks at him like, "What are you doing?" It's so, like, not to get carried away. It's just it's so beneath. I thought Giannis, like, I, the all guys, I didn't think he'd care about a right. tenth rebound on a Sunday in March in Washington, but he did it. Here's the thing. You could rescind it, but then you also have to rescind Westbrook's MVP when he did this like five <laughs> times a game every... Do you remember this? Like guys on the team would clear out so we could rebound? He did not do this often. Every once in a while he did it, but he did not do this the often. The stats were padded that season. Well, where is Kendrick Perkins? Is that who called out Jokic recently? Yeah. Him a stat yeah. Pattern? That's, a gr- that's a great point. All right. Let's... Is is that guy the worst NBA commentator in the country? I'll buy it. Just you can put it on me. Bye. That's fine. He doesn't have to say anything. All right. I will continue then. Last, <laughs> last <laughs> night, the Clippers got their first win with Russell Westbrook in the lineup, coming back to beat the very shorthanded Memphis Grizzlies, who were without, as we know, John Morant. But they were also without Dylan Brooks because he was serving a one-game suspension because he picked up his 16th technical foul. And Brandon Clark is now done for the season with a torn Achilles. The very, very shorthanded Memphis Grizzlies last night. By yourself feeling good about the Clippers getting their first win with Westbrook against the shorthanded Grizzlies. I mean, sell, because they it was like sell. the no good, very bad day for the Grizzlies. I mean, it was... And they also gave up 51 points in the third quarter to Memphis. I... I... I'm going to make a statement, and you guys can sell it if you want, because it's an oversimplification, but... Buy or sell, Russell Westbrook just makes the Clippers markedly worse. Buy. Sell. Oh, there she is. Markedly worse. Sell. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Yeah. Why is he in the starting lineup? Why is he playing significant minutes? He's over 30 minutes a night in these these five games he's played. Ooh, someone's watching the highlights. Why is he playing? It's one thing you want to bring him in, right? You want to put him on the second unit like the Lakers did. And he was actually playing better this year than he had... Ever before, in, in when he was with the Wizards, when he was with the Rockets, why are they giving him big-time minutes? Because they need him? They promised, because that was part of the recruitment. I mean, he's he's. I just think they're worse than on the floor. They, they play less defense. He can't shoot. <laughs> the severe, significant, over-the-top hedge by the Warriors showcased how you can just... I, they, I just think he's one of these guys that got bad fast. All right, let's finish up with some college hoops here. Alabama freshman star Brandon Miller was left off the Wooden Award finalist list yesterday. The Wooden Award, obviously, the most outstanding player of the year, and there are 15 finalists. Miller, not one of them. He's averaging nearly 20 points a game, eight rebounds per game, but is connected, as we know, to the murder of a 23-year-old mother back in January. Buy or sell, Bill, it was the right decision not to name Brandon Miller a Wooden Award finalist. Bogus or, 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 or Tom, 
are there leadership or or character parameters that are spelled out in that award? Uh, I wouldn't know because if I'm being honest, this is the first time I've heard of this story. Yeah, I don't know either, and I had seen it. I, I hope so. Given that, know, it's, given that it's college, there are. I don't think that it's spelled out like the like the uh, the Hall of Fame so clearly. But I mean, if we're going off just basketball, he's certainly one of the best fifteen no, no, players I, in the country. Here we go. I got it. The qualifications include: candidates must exhibit strength of character both on and off the court. Candidates must be full time students. It goes on. So, strength of character is is a is a requirement. So, I'll absolutely buy it. Buy. Right, like it, it depends. I think what the parameters of the award are. If it were an MVP, which is not what it is, it would. It, unfortunately, it it should not matter. Yeah, you have to have a certain GPA. You have to be pro- progressing toward graduation. So, if you just announce you're not going to actually graduate, you're just going to like stop going to class once your season's up. You wouldn't qualify. Well, that's mean, it. We're done. I mean, probably too. He's probably the SEC Player of the Year as well, and I don't know if that'll come to fruition. Yeah, he might be. If the, the parameters are probably different, right? They're probably more more basketball only. It makes sense that that the Wooden Award would have character attributes because of John Wooden's connection to the idea of leadership and all those things that that um, the pixie dusk of excellence that. People see when they talk about Wooden. Yeah, and um, he he won't lose SEC Player of the Year because of this. He won't be disqualified from that. It would take coaches not voting for him because of it, and I'd be surprised if enough did that. Really? Yes. I don't think he's going to fall in the draft. Wow. Yeah. I mean, what should happen and what does happen? There's it's usually a very it's a vastly different thing. Uh, Bogus. Anything you want? We're mind melding three of us. Anything? Anything else? Anything else going on? Uh, no, I'm good for today. You're good. I like the haircut, bro. Thanks, Thrupple mate. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. It's just being used now in terminology like I'm supposed to know what it means. There's there's Thrupples out there just, like, hanging out? I, maybe. I just, I've heard the term before, but I don't know what it all completely entails. If any bugish, if anyone at CBS Sports Radio was going to be part of a Thrupple, an official Thrupple, who yeah. would it be? <laughs> uh, <laughs> D-Cell would be a tough sell to be in any, in any Thrupple. Thank you. I'm not sure what you'd bring to the table in our relationship. Oh, who who, who wow. would it be though? Who would like the the who would be the person if you heard they're in a throuple? You'd be oh that tracks. Ah, I feel like I can answer this one. Um, you have a way out of this now. No, this is not an official buy or sell you ha- question. Uh, you have a way out. No, no I, I that's want... that's for anything on the show. Just you can just use it whenever you Either want. Either way, I want to. Th- I, I I want more time to think about this. Part of me says like a weird late night connection of like Pierno and Billy Jacques alone and somebody else. You have to name who they are. <laughs> they just who'd be in a thruple, a romantic thruple. Um, I like me and you and somebody else, but not. not okay, Diesel. all right, all right. I was gonna say Gelb because he's in Barcelona. He's not listening. No, right. nobody likes Gelb. I love Gelb. Ouch. Wow. Gelb and Hickey and Shep? No, just Gelb and two strangers in the world. I don't know. know? Oh, no, I'm playing the game in-house. Lisa and Sarah. I don't know who they are. If you want somebody who's actually in a thruple, Stu. But (laughs) I thought we were making trios inside the building. Well, what fun is just guessing who would be in a thruple? All right, we'll put everybody in thruples tomorrow. We'll do it at 20. I'm really excited. (laughs) Um. 
We'll also talk Steph, uh, who's in a quadruple. I don't know. <laughs> no, what, what's acronym. five? <laughs> now that I understand the question. <laughs> That's supposed to be private. All right, let's uh, let's talk Steph Curry after we get a CBS Sports Radio update from Andrew Bogish. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast hey everyone boomer esiason here the nfl draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one the free odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country the local voices who know your team the best giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad it's always football season right here on the free odyssey app You're listening to the Writer Than You podcast. All right, welcome back into the show. It's Writer Than You here on CBS Sports Radio, and this is the shortest segment we've ever done. Short and sweet, Tom. Just like me. What is short and sweet? I'm trying to think, like a Starburst? Not really, because it's not really short. Ooh, the music's back. Ghost board again. <laughs> is it? Or operator error, whichever one <laughs> no, you No, it's choose. ghost board. It's ghost board. Come on, ghost board. Ghost in the machine. That's a terrifying thought, right? A ghost and a machine combined? I think I'm more terrified of the machine. The AI? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming. It's okay. Don't use it, kids, to do your report cards. Or not your report cards. Do your uh, your essays. You get caught. Which will Apparently in turn now. help your report card, though. It will help your report card. I got that wrong. Uh, Steph Curry's back. That's it. That's 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 the take. Look, they're going to be fine. And, and Anthony Davis, when Anthony Davis has those kinds of outings like he had last night, he had almost, four, I think, 39 points, was ferociously effective, played really well. Everyone's like, look what they can do without LeBron. Anthony can carry a team. No, like, 
this is, it actually frustrates me because he's not consistently this level. I don't know if it's effort or, or inspiration or energy, but the great ones do that night in and night out. Maybe not 39, but 30 and 15 from him should be something he's capable of doing most nights. Don't get, don't get carried away that the stupid Lakers are going to make the playoffs and make a run. They're not. They're finished. It's over. All right, so if we're going to say that about the Lakers, then answer the other half of this equation yesterday. Why are the Warriors so bad on the road? I don't know. I don't know. It's a really good question. Seven and 24. It's bizarre. I don't understand what's going on. I don't have an answer for you. It's... I want to say it's a statistical anomaly, but you're, you're talking basically half of an NBA season almost now. A veteran championship caliber team. Like, this, this is what's supposed to happen to a young team who hasn't played together. So I'd love to have, like, Jim Jackson or get somebody on a play to ask this question. If a locker room is fractured and broken, and I do think there hasn't been enough report. I mean, Draymond Green's out there talking about who should and shouldn't get respect as MVPs or foreign-born players. Like, dude, you punch your own teammate in the face. Like, is there a lingering effect from that? Because if there is... There probably is. Maybe, I don't know the answer. Maybe there's an impact when you go on the road, right? Maybe there's, you guys are all together, you're on the bus together, you're on the plane together, you're in the hotel together. So maybe the really bad vibe just poisons the well in a way that they can manage when you're home and you're in your own bed and you're driving in your own car and you're not around each other as much. I don't know. I don't know. It's it's so weird. I don't think it's going to be true come the playoffs. But I also thought it was going to come to an end five or six weeks. I, I you're right. It's so weird their inability to win games on the road. And they did it yesterday at Staples Center, lost that game. Steph was back. Right? They got to reintegrate him and all those things. But the Warriors have played really good, really good basketball. I don't know. It's very weird. Do you have a guess? You got a good theory? No, I got nothing. I, I thought all along yesterday they were going to win that game, find a way to pull it out. I mean, you can make the case the Lakers were the better team yesterday, but I thought, I thought Golden State was going to win that game. And they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I got, I got nothing for you. Other than I don't think it's going to track or matter come the playoffs, even though usually flipping those switches right is really hard to do. That's it. That's the show. We're done. That's fast. Thank you to Ross Tucker. Belated happy birthday to him. Thank you to Andrew Bogish. I don't think he knows what thruple means. Thank you to uh, Diesel. Thank you for listening. I'm Bill Ryder. The show is Ryder than you. We appreciate you. We'll see you back here tomorrow on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 